0: So, coming into presence and using body and mindfulness of breathing, coming into presence, finding out where we are, requires a certain amount of, of doing and a certain amount of undoing, undoing things, the effort to undo and a certain amount of uh, resting and appreciating. So we can feel assured and comfortable and uh, a sense of the benefits of practice. Sometimes this sense of taking the time to just appreciate and enjoy can be the missing piece of practice. Their minds tend to be organized around uh, seeing the problems or the things that aren't quite right in our lives, internally, externally, and uh, trying to fix it. Uh, and in that, um, that trying to you know, iron out the sea and out the waves of the sea. You yeah, know, it's it's uh, it's it's not that one shouldn't try and fix anything, but you can eventually you can lose perspective, and so one becomes very busy, and develop the critical faculty, and we don't necessarily develop the rest for and the appreciative faculties. We can so that meditation can get quite um, tense, yeah. Why, why do I do this? <laughs> I want to take a break from meditating. All this peace of mind is driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also there's plenty of places where we think, well, you know, I could to be present in, or apparently present in there's a thousand and one locations in the cosmos that we can drift off to (laughs) plenty of room out there so what's wrong with that? (laughs) and something to just um, feel for for oneself because we have plenty of opportunities to uh, go out there and think and remember and uh, anticipate and ponder and speculate and abstract and so on, fantasize and, yeah, many places to go. But uh, how real is it? Um, is it, because it's, cause it's uh, do you find any satisfaction in it? Any place where you feel you you can really live, you know? There's plenty of places to hang out, Yeah. You know? To space out, to hang out, to to float, to coast in the cosmos. Where can you actually do your bit, be your life, be alive, act? Mm. And we are, we find ourselves in the uh, birth predicament where action is definitely part of what's happening within us and around us. So action is something we need to come to terms with. How do we act? Which means, action means, you know, there's an active and something I act upon. There's some kind of object, or there's a purpose, or there's a person you do it to, or for, or with. So action. And it's a big part of our life, is action, isn't it? So we don't necessarily learn about action karma you might say if we just drift because we're drifting in a a virtual reality of our own making there's nothing there that really meets you challenges you uh, questions you uh, rewards you, comforts you uh, you don't learn so action is part of it and meditation is a kind of action uh an action that is purified. That is, quite a lot of our action is um, mingled with agendas that we're not entirely clear of, need to prove ourselves, um, feeling restless, um, uh, feeling irritated, uh, a sense of longing for something, or reactions just as programming, so you just react, and this is action that's that's accompanied by taints and unawareness, avidya, ignorance. So can there be action that is we uh, feel really clear about and is bringing forth our uh, strength, our clarity, our trust, our full awareness, our mm-hmm. loving kindness? And maybe meditation is a place or a, or a process whereby we just do that you just bring forth this kind of action just to know you can do that uh, and feel the results of it of skillful action because the action is actually quite subtle uh, and 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 it's intimate you you can see the results yourself you start acting uh, you know forcefully. Um, uh with with doubt with uh irritation towards yourself you you certainly experience results quickly action in this sense in meditation is the action to say to bring one's mind to bear mindfulness is karma the action of mindfulness just bringing one's mind bringing one's awareness to bear in the present moment, bearing something in mind in the present moment mindfulness first kind of of basic action mm-hmm. Mindfulness is a kind of a t- attention attention is any any m- any uh, function of mind that's that's willed in some ways that's decided that uh, you know either. You know, you can have attention that's that's coming from place of, of aversion. You look at things with a hostile eye, or or you can have attention that's um, about just being fully aware. Awareness is the receptivity. It's to be fully aware of what's going on, to be mindful. So this is really what we're in, encouraging in meditation. Because then there is a, a kind of action that gives, um, helps us to um, come out of uh, the confusions or the reactivities, we begin to feel the resource of clarity, resource of inner strength, inner confidence, the resource of trust and well-being in the heart. quality called full awareness Sampajanya accompanies this, mindfulness full awareness is something that spreads over what we're bearing in mind, what we're focusing on and begins to drink in the qualities of that, feel it, evaluate it this feels good, this feels sharp this feels soft this feels bright. This feels dark. Mm. It's a receptive quality. Sati mindfulness, sampajanya, full awareness, and these work together. So, with full awareness, you, you begin to sense. Oh, there's not much. Nothing much needs to be done here. This is this is easeful, and so therefore the sense of doing can begin to relax, or. There's something feels funny here, there's something nagging, something stirring. Where's that? It uh, fo- focuses on a particular mood arising or a sensation in the body. This is full awareness, and then it says to mindfulness, Let's come around here, look at this, point to this. Uh, and then, what do we need to, to amplify or mm. well, clear? This is the action of meditation. Of course, it's it's kind of attractive <laughs> to my to my mind anyway. To think, would well, you be know, nice just to not have to do anything, you know, inaction? Just uh, and is that is that uh, possible when all the time something's going on? breathing in, breathing out. Um, there's energies arising. There's hunger. There's tiredness. There's joy. There's Sight, the sounds, as touches, and something starts feeling that and reacting, sensing being affected by that. It says, I don't like that. Mm. I want more of that. Oh, I don't feel good here. So, yeah, okay, how do we come out of that reactivity without some sense of drawing attention to it at least? So, once you consider action... Really, in its depths, it's not just going in there with a you know with a machine gun or a, or a you know bashing everything to pieces. It's the action is in in meditation is primarily one of steering one's attention, mm-hmm. steering one's attention, and then okay now the, how uh, where one focuses, and then if you like how one brings. Heart into that. What I'm calling heart is the qualities of uh, trust, could be one thing; determination, could be one thing; Um, investigation. It's all the motivations and the the, of of our of our being the wishing, the volition, the aspiration, the determination, the uh, reassurances. How do we bring that to bear upon some of the, the residues and the inheritances of this incarnation? So this is skillful karma. It leads to the end of karma in the sense it because we, as the mind clears through these obstacles, there's not much, to, there's less to do. Mm. So, through action, one arrives at rest. And it may be that um, in the process of meditation, this is, this is something that we find ourselves the, the There are there's times when there's, it seems, there's there's things we need to balance and steer towards and then momentarily there's places where you ah oh. you know, it could be this quality of rest which is you know a minute, a second, two seconds mm. could be longer could be longer it, and it could be a life shorter <laughs> I always take heart from the one of these sayings of the, you know, I think it's in the terig- Terigata, the sayings of the elder, the enlightened uh, monks. And he says, this man says, for well, for 25 years I didn't get so much as one finger snaps worth of peace of mind. <laughs> for 25 years there wasn't that much stopping, and it was just all, you know, stuff. So not a lot of rest there. Yeah. There's also a rest that comes from uh, learning to expand awareness. So, yes, there is there is this painful peace in my body. Yeah, there's this nagging sensation. There's this difficult uh, mood. But that's not all there is. There's this, and then we can expand awareness to, oh, this bit of the body feels okay and the space around me is fine and the outbreath's pretty good and uh you know and i am in a good place and uh, my heart is sincere you know, so the problem can be with uh, difficulties is that they they draw us in so we just become you know instead of a 0.5% difficulty or 1% difficulty it always seems like a 100% difficulty when you have a splinter in your finger you don't notice the nine good ones <laughs> 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 this, one, see, this one piece of your pinky suddenly sees the total expression of embodiment <laughs> 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 it takes something to, to there's a kind of karma just a to, to kind of quality of, of applying and exercising Awareness, so you spread it over, then you feel, oh, there's that gives you some wider base. There's also a quality where, so that even within or with the difficulty, there can be a sense of, I can be with this. Uh, I've got some ground. This is probably um, a very useful thing to, to to exercise. The way we lose presence is something affects us that we there's a moment of overwhelm. You know, a moment when we can't be with that so the mind either tightens up. You know, goes into fortress siege mentality, or uh flies away. This could be just momentary or it can be patterns that are have become getting ingrained in life. You know, embarrassing situations, awkward things happen, and I just freeze up. You know. Get flustered, I don't know what to do, so I just clam up and wait till it goes away. Um, so there may be for us, certain situations that trigger those responses. Or I want to just space out. Both of these are favoured pastimes <laughs> of mine. <laughs> but uh, as a, as a monk, you can kind of uh, legitimise it as as uh, being unattached. <laughs> <laughs> Or being being quiet, which means, <laughs> so just being quiet right now because basically I'm just kinda of freezing up. I don't know what to do. And so you can kind of bluff it and people think, oh well, go and find somebody else to do it or <laughs> or go away. <laughs> it Passes. <laughs> I don't regard this as this is, this is just reactive strategy. I can't say it's coming from a place of, of clear clarity and purity. And there's a kind of fluster, and then whoop, one's out yes. It's not something necessarily immediately when he doesn't have much control over it gets so so um systematic because there's a in this um incarnation there's a huge torrent of stuff that you just you don't know I don't know yeah. it's it's more than my little thing manages, you know put me in front of Microsoft Internet Explorer and I just start to go weird. (laughs) 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 There's a lot of stuff out there. places that one doesn't know what to do with, feeling uh, inner places if you like, places of of desolation or places of of uh, confusion, and just something who just kind of steps back and goes, uh, you know, get out of here. Uh, places of of intense uh, anger or you know, things that you just don't know how to manage, so the the mind just tightens up or scurries or something, you know. Difficult to be with. This is one way of of understanding what Dukkha means. It means that which is difficult to be with. (laughs) Difficult to bear with. You don't know what to do. And just noticing whenever that, that experience touches us, however it is, something seemingly simple, mundane, or something, you know, an emotional state, or a memory, or a regret... You feel what happens—a kind of shiver, a flurry, a blur—and then one's in some kind of strategy. Kind of, but it was his fault. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> you know, what comes out—the blaming comes out. She shouldn't. It's her fault. Or one blames oneself. I'm an idiot. I shouldn't do that. And then, kind of, having done enough of that bit of inner violence towards oneself or somebody else. Oh that's it, I feel better now. <laughs> Beaten something up. It always makes you feel good. Uh justice, justice has been done. <laughs> and we landed another piece of territory somewhere else. Yeah. But something's been lost, the possibility to actually, you know, heal or or be with or bless or release has been lost just consider you know, the blaming tendencies one of our primary responses to, to dukkha uh, and it can be blaming yourself uh, blaming other people, blaming one person you have find a blame surrogate to whom one can <laughs> you know, your wife, your husband whatever it is, the, the kind of alpha blame surrogate <laughs> And this poor hapless being gets considered to be the, the prime prime mover of your life, you know, to whom all things occur, come from. Or it can be, you know, blaming yourself. Yeah. It's always good. Uh, and then it's, you know, they kind of oh, quite violent, isn't it? Yeah. Do you, do you you know you, you like that? Do you think that's the good bit? Is this the Buddha speaking? And uh, and what actually happened, One was hurt, overwhelmed, didn't know what to do, lost out of centre. So the strategy goes, uh, quick blame, you know. And then oh, now I know where I am. Blaming, you know, do that, punish, tell him what's right, say the way it should be what they should be, what I should be, the way the world should be. That's it. There's the clarity. There's the decisiveness. (laughs) Got it, you know. Another one. Uh, And something's been lost, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Some compassion's been lost, or mm. some other possibility of what what could have arisen there. We didn't reach for, we didn't tune into. What calm is like, you know, when at this place we where we don't know what to do, we we react, and certain patterns get established. So you begin to lose touch with other patterns. Not that we don't have that possibility. All of us have that capacity as human beings. None of us are inhuman. Yeah, but you know, when we use a word like inhuman, it's only human beings who are inhuman. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and there's quite a bit of it around, isn't there? Of wrong action reaction, which is reaction or we there's something else' this kind of this can be a collapse into into groundlessness, this kind of crash somewhere obl- you know oblivion um, you know, so another response. Another reaction occurs. This give up, resignation, incapacity, failure. This is not letting go. This is a reaction. I can't do this. Little crash. Mm. That's not, you know, mature letting go. That's that's the reaction of resignation, collapse. Another piece of, of uh, strategy, you know, if I humiliate myself deeply enough, <laughs> I'll. <laughs> you know, then I will no longer have to, to uh, meet challenges. Every time a challenge comes up, I'll say, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> that gets me off the hook, doesn't it? You keep lowering the bar. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there's punishing and there's humiliating. Yeah. And both these, lo- something is lost, isn't it? And these, these negative strategies that obviously people can do this. We can do this. I can do this. Uh, I'd like to stop doing it. Because it does offer something. It does take one away from the edge. Yeah. Of meeting the meeting things is there's an edge there meeting another person who is this I wonder what's right what's comfortable what's okay how they'll you know how they're going to feel that there? that's there's an edge there that we often find ourselves spending a little time negotiating, Uh, even meeting meeting ourselves, Uh, and then meeting the body, meeting the breathing, meeting the heart. Mindfulness and full awareness means at that particular place we just want to meet and receive it. We don't really want to make it Better, or find something out about it, or change it, or you know, just, let's just get there first of all. So, the, the, the sense of, of doing is, is moderated to so the first thing is just to, to meet, just to make, to know, you know, meet in a way that's spacious mm. enough, comfortable enough, and yet clear enough. Actually, coming into the body, the body does this naturally. The body is a, a great, a very sensitive, tactile system. Mm. It knows all about meeting other things. Yeah. You walk along and every step, the body's touching the ground. It knows what it's doing. You know, you pick up something that's too hot, the body doesn't wait to ask you, it drops it. There's no. No, before you can even think it. I don't know if you ever experienced that, you find you've done something and, and uh, oh yeah, that was that. But the body doesn't bother to wait for your um, mind to come out back from its out in the cosmos to figure it out. Drops, this is sharp, this is hot, this isn't, this isn't steady. You know, you sit down on something you know, wait a minute. So, if we are in, embodied, then the quality of meeting is enhanced because the body knows that, it knows all about it. The problem is when we try to meet things through the thinking or through the emotions. Not that we can't, but there's often these residues of anxiety, uh, self-perception, um, you know, volitional wishes, wanting, that make the whole process rather more uh, cumbersome. In meditation, we're learning to purify that. It's just really to to, to sense the body in the body, how the body breathes, and the body sits, uh, taking the time to to do that. And it tells you, oh, this is comfortable. This is, this, is, this is comfortable, this is steady. And there's a handing over that uh, is skillful in meditation. Just hand it over to the, to the body and just keep your, the thinking mind as something that is there to, to learn there to report perhaps there to as like a secretary, patient, so just to remind remind itself hey I thought we were doing mindfulness of breathing <laughs> oh yeah right, oh yeah <laughs> the body keeps doing it whether you <laughs> You know, whether your mind does it, whether your thinking does it or not. It's just there to remind the thinking mind and the heart, hey, get with this, you know. Or is there something else you'd rather do? There's no point in doing something you don't want to do if your heart's not in it. bringing oneself into presence is is this possibility for being real being in a place where one can learn to act rather than react coming out of the strategies escapes all their uh, temporary comforts and alleviations learning to meet experience as it happens. And uh, I'm ready for this. Well, I can do it to this extent, just uh, meeting my own body. It may sound simple. But there is a learning there you know, because uh, in one's own body is the arising of the world, is the tensions, is the um, afflicted energies and physical stuff, also somatic stuff, numbness, um, blockness, contractedness. As well as, thank goodness, you know, breathing in, breathing out, vitality, warmth, um, earth, ground. And so meeting, finding the place where we feel there is some strength and there is health, presence of body. And meeting in a way is just to be this much, be aware of whatever it is that lets you know you have health as well as you know all the other stuff, but there is this. It could be the warmth, the steadiness, and the breathing in, breathing out is the natural home um, the signature tune or the home planet. You know, this is what we're born into. You breathe in fully, it feels good. You breathe out fully, it feels good. Breathe in, you get some brightness. Free. Always fresh. Always freshly made, produced. And delivered at your door. An in breath. a oh, Wonderful. Out breath uh, cleans out, feels good, relaxes. Mm-hmm. So there isn't a particular um, injunction to make more of it than that uh, in in uh, the Buddha's teaching. you first of all just know whether you're breathing in and know whether you're breathing out. The only um, specifications are to just be able to just know which is in and which is out. <laughs> Bodies know that; they never get confused about that. So, how does your body know you're breathing in, you know, rather than you know thinking it? just Relax the thing. Just how do you how does your body know you're breathing in? Maybe for a certain tightening, certain expanding you know, where it is, but there's that overall sense of that. And maybe you feel a kind of brightening move up your face or down into your fingers or something. And then breathing out, it's softer, it's diffusive. And so we pick up that tone you may find that your your attention wants to sit in one particular place in your chest in your belly in your nose your throat or just be aware of the whole thing it's not a big issue and uh just to be aware of however whatever your karmic tendencies are it can be that inclination to you know get in and get it right and Focus down and get on with it. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. And just the aware of the of that taking over, that particular inclination taking over. So you rush and uh, set up uh, aims and set up. Um, you get you lose the body rhythm, and you get into the mental athletics, and the pace. And Maybe first of all we need to just find out what's happening on the home planet, how it does breathe before we start uh, you know, doing anything more. just this is skillful karma because it's, it's, uh, there's a modesty to it and uh, openness to that maybe I don't breathe in and out mm. do I? so the thinking mind in bringing in aiding and abetting mindfulness uses this function called vitaka which means it's the thinking mind's ability to bring a concept, bring a verbalization. Mm. So it may be a question. Am I breathing? Is it? What is it? You know, just like that. It doesn't have to actually be verbalized because Vitaka is more a, a movement of mind. It's more the consideration or thoughtfulness or reflectiveness. Yes. So you're listening you're listening in, and that supports mindfulness. Mindfulness is the faculty that bears something in mind that keeps on the point, and vitaka is the faculty of applied thoughtfulness that just keeps a finger on the steering wheel, if you like. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. That's... And then vichara is the quality that supports Sampajanya, vichara, means um, something like considering, reflecting, evaluating, taking it in, measuring it. You know, Measuring it, I mean, not writing a slide rule over it, but feels like this. Feels kind of longish. Feels soft. Feels warm. Feels flow. Feels bright. Feels rough. Feels stuck. Feels thin. Feels... How does it feel mm. and if you don't know, don't know it means feels vague mm. and then just wait. It's not the one has to apply a whole load of prepared suggestions to what you should be experiencing, but to be there to just sketch um, what's happening for in order to stay connected because the, the if we don't do something of that nature, then the tendency is for the, the the thought faculty to start doing its own doodling in the background. Like, okay, you get all his mindfulness of breathing, fine. I'm going to draw a little sketching pictures. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when you're ready. When you finish, you know. <laughs> of course if your your mind doesn't do that then you don't need to bother with Vitaka vichara (laughs) I have these great ideas when I meditate I'm amazed at how brilliant my ideas are (laughs) 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 Till after the meditation session what what a stupid pointless platitudes you come in with these kind of blinding realizations that you Thinking, well, I can come up with all the great recipe, or the way the monastery should be rebuilt, or what you're going to tell so and so when you next time you see them and set them straight. <laughs> and actually, you come out of the meditation session, you realize that it, was just, it was just more stuff, just more spew, <laughs> just rambling away. Uh, so it's uh, yeah you know, just just uh, do what needs to be done not do more notice also the um, places where the breathing stops. You can come to the end of an in-breath. In silence, stillness, and then the movement of the breathing as it shifts its direction. You may notice there are different strata to the breath experiences, if you like, what happens in the flesh the swelling, the distending, the movement of the flesh, the, the abdomen, the chest, so forth, the skin slightly tightens. <laughs> Depending how big an in-breath you take, of course. <laughs> you got like a balloon. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's that. Then there's the flow of air, and then there's the movement of energy. Moon energy tends to uh, overlap the other move, the other senses, and as the breathing rhythm kind of quietens the movement the energy becomes brighter mm. so it 's good to to have that reference because you can find if your breathing quietens down, you kind of lose track because it 's not strong enough or you drift off. Um, but the, the if you're aware of the energy, the energy, even when the physical breathing calms down, the energy steadies and it's quite you can stay there, you can feel the brightness of that. This is the way you begin to experience a sense of of uplift, rapture, feel like something like a kind of bright vitality, which is an energetic experience. course, there's a good amount of uh, snagging to to work with. Sometimes the snagging can be uh, seemingly physical. That is, your breath is, doesn't seem to go. Your body doesn't seem to do it very well. You're tight in the abdomen, or your shoulders are hunched over, so your chest is kind of constricted. Mm-hmm. So posture or standing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes standing helps the body to unfold a little more particularly the, the, the abdomen or the chest can unfold a little more when you stand you can open up sense what's around you so you feel the sense of, of openness, that can help the body to, to um, open and come out of semi-contracted states sometimes the, the snagging is more uh, associated with um, nervousness like when we feel a bit tight, constricted we feel rather nervous um, so that, you can get that tension something of that nature then refuge is helpful recollection of refuge again, both in the present and and so forth and the practice of uh, kindness non-aversion um, which is most most probably the bottom line, and this, there's no hurry to get out of this. You know, it's not oh stop it, just wake up, get it together. God, you know, you've been here so long. <laughs> just you know, as long as it takes to to so a sense of non aversion to the um, some of the snags and constrictions we experience, and that just receiving one's difficulty. With a kindly hands or kindly heart is, you know, the basic, um, classic remedy. and things can begin to ease. You don't, you don't shake someone out of their fear. You don't, you know, bark at someone to get them to relax. <laughs> <laughs> so meet, meeting one's difficulties. Obviously, the karmic habit is to is to wander off, go to other places to get out of presence. Um, there's strong instincts. Mm. So when we're out, you yeah. know, you sense that kind of cotton wool, fuzzy, blurred cocoon. Oh. <laughs> And then, oh, uh, then <clears throat> is there a body here? It's not, so just that inquiry into is it, you know are you breathing? Is there a body here? Oh yeah. And then you you know so sort of coming back. Just the question: Where's the body now? Where's the breath now? And wait. You feel the next sensation that tells you you're breathing and just move on to that. So there's no need to snap or judge or analyze or make anything of it. And So just in doing that, one is purifying action. Just by clear action now rather than recriminations or reactions, more punishment more blame Mm. more collapse clear action now so if you if you like to we could do a little standing just to sense the body and open the body and then move into some sitting together This talk was given by a John Susido at Insight Meditation Society on April 24, 2005. It is an offering of the